mission. Family on the mission. We on the mission. Family on the mission. Yo, 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 what's up? This your boy Money G, man, and I'm back at it again. I know y'all been, you know what I'm saying, laying low, playing slow. I've been doing the same thing, but today, bro, I got a special guest, man, the big homie coming through. I'm gonna let him introduce himself because he do it the best, you know what I'm saying? So let me bring him up in this party right quick. Hey, hey, homie, hey, what up? What's good? What's good, man? It's the homie Chai, aka the Newburgh Mayor, Shark Living Representative, man, and Bombay the team member. What's happening? Hey, what's happening? Bite down. You feel hey, me? Dude. You know, feeling good like you should. Yes, indeed. As an, and I do. Thank you, you for asking. You feel me? So, so yeah, so man, we're gonna get it popping off with um, you know, for those who don't know you, man, tell them where you from and what you do. I am originally from California. Um, I moved here when I was uh, in my late teens um, to Newburgh, which is a small neighborhood in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, so as I sit right here and uh, talk to you, I'm representing Newburgh. You feel me? So, um, And from that point, uh, <clears throat> just speeding it up, me and my partner, Eda Turflor, man, decided to uh, start an a independent record company. And um, shit, we're going on our 11th year. Is it cool to cuss on here? We good? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You good. Okay. You know what I'm cool, Do your thing. Yeah, we started an independent record label. We're going into our, our 11th year. Um, and it's been great. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's been great. I mean, it's one of the best things that's ever happened to me and my entire team. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Oh. Mess with it. So, um, so you said you and your man, y'all started off the label, right? So, uh, right. I see that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you start off like as a co-CEO, huh? Yeah, well, it actually started off like this. Me and my partner, um, we was doing time. And uh, we was in the penitentiary. He got out before me. Now, my partner, he's a turf lord. Uh, he's from the same neighborhood, too. He's from Newburgh. <clears throat> and uh, we always knew each other. We were just, uh, you, know, you know, both doing our thing, but, you know, different lanes. Um, eventually, you know, what we were doing, in, you know, consequences to it so we ended up crossing paths again in the uh in the penitentiary um he got out before me he was always kind of dipping into the music beforehand um when he got out he you know he got back into the music when i came home after him you know i was just trying to support my homeboy you know what i'm saying so i was mm -hmm. like you know whatever you need me to do or whatever i can do to help support and promote you I'm with it because that's what you should do if it's your own. You feel me? Right. Um, it, then one day, uh, my partner, he was like, man, why don't we just start a label? Mm. So, of course, it, it, you know, it sounds more than what it is. We like, oh, let's start a record label. Whoa. But then when I looked into it, it really wasn't nothing. It just cost about $60, $70 to, you know, get your shit copywritten, tax ID, and, you know, all of that. Um so we started it. Now, I didn't start off rapping at all. I just started rapping in my 30s. I didn't get out the mm. penitentiary until my 30s. So mm. it started with me helping, you know, pushing and promoting my partner. We started the label. I was more like a, uh, I actually, <clears throat> I get off with pushing and promoting people, my team. You know what I'm saying? I love doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because I never had dreams of being a, a rapper, so I don't really need to be all on the front. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. So it really started with me promoting my partner, helping him. We started a label. We ended up getting another artist. We was building momentum. One day, uh, there was a beat laying around that nobody, you know, was messing with. And just for me sitting in the studio with my partner, E, I decided to just jump on it, print it up but other than that i really like to push and promote my team you know what i'm saying that's really what i love to do i love to put people in uh positions to progress you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah it's so kind of chopping up a little bit is. yeah it's kind of chopping up a little mm -hmm. bit but um well i'm i'm glad you okay. you know what i'm saying you, 
I'm glad you put your foot forward and and jumped on that beat that didn't nobody want to mess with because I enjoy listening to your music. I mean, hey, I've been listening, I've been rocking with it all this morning. I'm like, I'm fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? So where can people find your music at? Everywhere, wherever they listen to their music at, I'm everywhere, man. I'm just just go. You can go to Google, type up the homie Jai to take you wherever my music's at. You can go to YouTube. You can go anywhere. Just type up the homie Jai. You know what I'm saying? And, and it'll pull you up. I'm on all platforms. I'm everywhere. Believe that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so what inspired you? Because you like you say, you said, man, you wasn't no rapping. You ain't start rapping until your 30s. But what inspired you, or who inspired you on your label? Or if they wasn't on your label, who inspires you to, to jump on the mic? Well, I'm going to start off by saying this. I've always been a fan of hip hop, of the culture itself, you know, since since I was a kid. So, I mean, I grew up listening to to primarily West Coast artists, you know what I'm saying? The late, great Mac Dre, you know, of course, N.W.A., Ice Cube's, uh, Compton's Most Wanted, you know, MCA, things of that nature, things that reflected more on what I was into. Um, but... I was also a fan of, you know, New York type music. You know what I'm saying? East Coast. Cause I mean, how can you not? That's where it started. So right. I feel like groups like the Jungle Brothers, uh, uh, Tribe Called Quest. Uh, I like Dead Prez. Uh, I mean, all types of cats. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> I mean, how can I put it? As far as my motivation, it, it really just comes from. I don't know when when you do something and you see people react to it in a positive way. That's what keeps you going. You know what mm. I'm saying? So, you no. Know, if I would have made a song and motherfuckers would have been like, "Man, that shit's garbage, nigga," <laughs> stop that or this, that, and the other. Um, and if I didn't see no progress in it, I probably wouldn't mess with it. But now that I actually sit here and think about it, bro, my motivation comes from those that are just motivated. Period. You know what I'm mm. saying? If I see anybody working, man, you could you motivate me, homie. You know what I'm saying? Man, you know, man, anybody that's getting to it, man. Anybody that's that's sticking to their beliefs, man, and, and not giving up, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what keeps me motivated. Cause when I see somebody like you, you know what I'm saying, pushing and, and doing their thing, that motivates me to push and do my thing. Cause ain't none of us made it. We're trying to make it. Right. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, it's hey, we right now we just living the lifestyle, but you know, and, but like I tell people. Yeah. And I tell people, you know, your ideas is worth more than anything because y'all had an idea of putting a record label together and look at you now. You know what I'm saying? You rocking the motherfucking, the, the necklace, your jewelry. I be seeing you flossing out here, man. You know what I'm saying? You can tell me you ain't made it. Shit, well, we did make it. Well, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a put it to you like this, right? I guess, you know, what I, what I actually consider, and it's just my opinion, you know, to each his own. In my in my opinion, um, making it is when you you take care of your family, you pay your bills, and you do all you take care of all your financial um, priorities from music. Mm. I ain't talking mm. about you rap you rap on the weekends or you you put out music, but you really got a job. No, right. You know, I ain't talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Not not saying that that's not cool because you best believe I'm going to tell anybody, don't quit your day job, homie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you'll, be a, you'll be a fool not to because this all starts with a passion. As long as you got a passion for this music, then you'll never fail. The only people that fail in this game is the ones that project the image that they can't maintain. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. I ain't going to never lose. I ain't never. Ever. I'm, I'm the same way every day. I don't got to. I tell I tell my artists, bro, we don't sell dreams. We just share a vision. Right. That's, that's all we're doing. Um, nobody has the recipe to be famous. If you did, if we did, everybody would be. You know what I mean? Oh, no, all, you got to start with a passion. You know what I'm saying? All that faking it till you make it, all that smoke and mirrors. I mean, I ain't got to tell you this game is full of it. You know what I'm saying? Man. You know, oh, so. Real. As long as you have a passion on me, you're good. You know what I'm saying? But going back to the initial question or, you know, the response, I don't consider making it until this is what you do. 
Yeah. Uh, this is it. You know what I mean? Other than that, bro, you're just trying to make it. And that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with it because I'm right, I'm right along with you. I'm trying to make it too. You know what I'm saying? But no, and, no, and the only way to make it is to continue trying, keep having that passion. Why would I give up? I don't care. Bro, I don't care that we never go gold or platinum or make it to the majors or any of that. Why? Because we rap about real life, but we're not rappers in real life, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't mean because you don't go platinum that you done failed in life. Absolutely not, huh? Right. So, this is something positive. Music is something positive. And, and in a lot of people's cases, music is the only thing positive they got going on. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So why not do it? I tell all my young homies that's out here in the streets, money and music. Mm. All that in-between shit, don't do it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't, don't get on social media. Bitten about your problems because don't nobody care, bro. Put that shit on the beat. Yeah, everybody got problems. But like you everybody said, you put it on the beat. You put it on the beat. Hey, your problems can turn to cash, bro. Man, listen, bro. You you you're able to reach more people putting it on the beat, bro, because your music is gonna outlive you. Your mm. music is forever. So when you dead and gone. You know, motherfuckers gonna be slapping your shit. Your shit gonna be classics or oldies or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, mm. you know how it is on social media, man. Like I tell artists, use more of the media and less of the social. Mm. You see what I'm mm. Like, wait, say that again. Say that again. Yeah, you gotta use more of the media and less of the social. The reason being because too many people want to mix their personal life. And then on the same page, trying to convince people to tap in with their music. But if you in there hitting about the issues with your baby mama, looking all sour and shit, and then you turn around, drop a single, and, and you hope somebody play it, nobody want to play that corny ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, yeah, yeah you, you're already showing a flaw in your character, bro. So whatever, I'm not now, now I'm, I'm only using that example with the baby mama type shit because. I'm pretty sure all types of people got <laughs> baby mama uh, stories, right? Right. All across the world. Guess what? Don't go venting about it on social media, nigga. Make a song about it. Hmm. A nigga will relate to that song more than seeing you on there uh, exposing your peoples. <laughs> hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where you do the media part. The social part is you ranting and raving and telling your business to everybody. The media part is you making a song out of it mm. and i tell people I don't want yeah you feel me I, I tell people all the time you know pain make good music so instead of venting like you said instead of venting on facebook instagram or whatever you do you know put it in a song and you know somebody can be can relate to it yeah so you say you started the label. Real shit. I'm going to tell you this, bro. That's, that's how it is, bro. Like, for example, the things I mentioned in my music, you'll never, you'll learn more about me in my music than you'll learn about me telling you. You see what I'm saying? Mm. There's things in my mm. music that I would never post. You know what I'm saying? Ever. I would never post mm. 85, 90% of the shit I talk about in my music. Why? I'm going to leave it to my music. You know what I'm saying? If, if you want to know that, if you want to know some other shit about me, a stream up out of you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to get it for free. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm on these records speaking real shit. You know? It could be what I'm doing now. It could be what I've done in the past. But it's all based on personal experience. You can believe that. But I ain't going to display it because, you know, I'm talking mature subject matter. I got kids. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm -hmm. um, there's kids looking at my shit. Now, do I do I necessarily care about that part? No, because that's not my responsibility. But I do have an image to uphold. And if I was to display on social media the things I talk about in my music, I will be displaying a negative image. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Because so, then, it, then it's not, then it's, it's, it's not entertainment no more. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. Then it's incriminating and all types of other shit. Right. You know. So, so. You know, so yeah, man. Right. So yeah. So on that note, with the positive, you know, um, how many people you got on your label? Because I've seen somebody on label, man. He be kicking some some positive music. You know what I'm saying? Who's that? Um, what was, was my the one name? Um, I don't know. Was it? It might be Tone. One Trey Tone. Oh, One Trey Tone. He cold. It ain't oh, yeah. him though, but he, he cold. And then, the, um, is that the one they be doing like, the like kind of jazz country music kind of like joint? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he boy, he cold. Yeah, no, nah, he's he's the truth, man. That guy. And oh, One Trey Tone is also the president of Shark Living Entertainment. Ooh, shout out to One Trey Tone, man. Yeah, man, big big shout out to Tone, man. Man, yeah, be going in. Yeah. I got yeah, about I mean, uh, it's about I'm gonna say about eight. Eight artists on the label. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's about eight artists. It, it kind of, it. I think at one point in time it was up to like twelve or thirteen. Um, okay. but you know, shit happens, already, man. You know man, what I'm saying? Like, it, it just is what hey, it is. Hey, what's yeah. understood shouldn't be explained, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't got nothing bad to say. It's just you know, shit. <laughs> Life, life is so unpredictable, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, either you want it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people want it more than others. Some people don't. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's just what it is. But with me, I'm not waiting on nobody. I ain't holding no hands. Um, if, if if your grind don't match mine, you get left behind. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and, and if mm, I gotta part. play your, and if I gotta play your position, I don't need you on my team. Mm. See what I'm saying? You know, so and and on top of all of that, there is no bench warmers on the team. Everybody starts. You see what I'm saying? So if you ain't out there doing your thing, then shit, you're on your way out the door. Because I'll buy your necklace today and then drop you tomorrow. Treat you like a tax write-off. You know what I'm saying? Like a tax write-off. And I'm telling you, man, you know, and, and and that's because I put business over everything. Mm. One thing I did before we jumped into this label shit, I, I tried to study all the, the late, great, I mean, I don't want to call it late, great labels, but all the labels that had that, you know, had their time, like Death Row, Bad Boy, No Limit, Cash Money, and whoever else, right? One thing I noticed about all those labels, they all fell out behind the same identical thing. Mm. Bad business. Mm. They all, every last one of them, all fell out behind bad business. Now, on the outside looking in, you look at these labels, you're like, damn, bro, you would have thought like they were like a family, you know what I'm saying? Because they had a, a, you know, that type of energy. You know, okay, for example, look at Cash Money. Niggas got pictures of each other tattooed on them, and BG got the whole Cash Money Records logo on his back, you know what I'm saying? All types of shit. So that shit, it looks like forever. Yeah. But then you're like, damn. So bad business. So what I learned is business, good business, A1 business over everything. I, when mm. I say everything, I mean loyalty, love, everything. Because I'm going to tell you now, you can't expect somebody to be loyal to you if you're doing bad business. Because in the, in the record game, doing bad business, meaning you stealing. <laughs> oh, so shit. how can I expect you to be loyal to me? You find out I've been cuffing. No, nah, man. Hell no. Nah. As long as the business straight, everything else falls in line. The loyalty, the love, all of that shit. It all falls in line. But the moment that business ain't on point, we falling out. Mm. That's crazy, straight man. Up. I'm telling That's you, any, anybody paying attention to this, to this, man, a business relationship is the best relationship. Mm. Straight up. Business straight up. Relationship. Yes. Yeah, business, man. Business, good business, A1 business. I pride Man. myself. I pride my team off of that. We not, no hookups, no favors, homie. The favors come after you that. We never ask for nothing, never, never ask for anything. Never ask for nobody to support us. And I'm saying this so, so people listening don't ask for support. 
Never ask nobody, can you can you post this for me? Can you share this for me? Hell no, you share it yourself. And you share that shit every day. You feel me? You don't mm-hmm. never ask for support. You make a motherfucker support you. Because ain't nobody gonna support you if you're not supporting yourself. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what they're talking about. We, we gonna, and never ever, listen to me. I gotta say this. Some of you promoting ass niggas gonna hate me or not really feel what I'm saying, but it doesn't matter. Never, ever, ever pay to perform in your own city. The mm. reason why I'm saying that is this. If you're if you paying to perform in your own city, that means, nigga, you're not putting in enough work. That means your own city don't even know you. Ooh. Now, it makes more sense to go to a whole nother city where they don't know you and pay to perform there, nigga. That's considered marketing and promotion. You paying to perform in your own city, nigga, because you lazy. You're trying to skip steps. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you're trying to, as soon as a big concert comes, you want to go ahead and pay whatever they charging to open up and then jump out there and make it look like you tapped in. No, nigga. You're not. The smoke and mirrors, man. And another thing, you niggas playing these number games. Mm. Go ahead. Buying Talk to them about it. Look, let, let, me, let me give y'all a tip. If a nigga's numbers, if a nigga's followers is looking fishy to you, I mean, his numbers is looking unrealistic, Tap on his followers. When you look at his followers, if you see a bunch of foreign weird names with numbers behind them, tap on them. If you see a bunch of foreign people on there with like five posts, ten posts, a bunch of foreign language, they paid for that. Mm. That's a clear indication that they paid for that. Mm. That's facts, man. Go look at them. Anybody, anybody that you got a question mark like, yeah. You got a lot of followers, nigga, but you're not popping like that. Because, nigga, if you got 25,000, 50,000 followers, but you're not getting uh, uh, booked for no shows, ain't nobody buying no features, the fuck? That don't add up. Hell no. No, I don't, it don't add up. The fuck y'all getting these followers from? Nigga, just jump on Instagram with 25,000 followers. No, nigga. No. How your first post got 1,500 likes? No, nigga. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm-mm. No. So if y'all questionable, that's how you can find out, man. Tap on that shit. You see a bunch of foreign motherfuckers on there with uh like five numbers next to their name? Those are paid for. Those are bought. Straight up. Right. And y'all need to quit doing it out there. Now, I'm not saying every nigga doing it is on some fake shit because a lot of people jumping into the game thinking that that's what you got to do. But if I can find out, if I can, if I peep that your, 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 your numbers are fake, what you think them labels are going to do? When they find out they fake, hmm, they gonna shit. They gonna they gonna they gonna leave flash alone, bro. They gonna mess with you. Let me tell y'all something, man. This music's just a gamble, homie. If you're trying to make it, make it. Give it your all. When this when the smoke clears and, and it's just all said and done, as long as you can look back and say you gave it your all, that's all that matters, my nigga. Because mm. it's a gamble. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got $250,000 off top to put in promo, uh, your chances are silly. You see what I'm saying? Because it costs about $50,000 off top just to get radio play in Atlanta. Mm. $50,000. So, you know, do y'all research and shit, man. A lot of shit y'all don't got to do. And if you're independent, quit doing industry shit. Why do industry shit if you're independent? That don't make no sense. Independent means you can do what the fuck you want to do when you want to do it, nigga. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you your time and shit because you ain't got nobody backing you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But quit doing industry shit like trying to boost up your numbers and a bunch of fake shit to make yourself look like them. Only to realize when they find out you ain't them. Mm. Now you back in the hood doing the same shit. Why niggas who didn't even do a portion of what you did is getting more results than you. Mm. God damn. And I was going to tell you, man, you know, I was going to ask you, man, do you have anything to help the, the young generation? But, man, you spitting game right there. Man, I listen, I don't know how to lie to young niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? If I got to lie to you, I'm not going to talk to you. Mm. Period. You know what I'm saying? So if I take my time to to to, to speak to you, I mean, I'm going to give you game because these fools, they're not going to tell you, man. They're not going to tell you. They're not going to show you. They're going to try to penny pinch and middleman every situation. 
And let me tell you young niggas something, man. A lot of niggas been in these streets getting money out the streets forever. Their whole lives still ain't rich. But the moment y'all jump into this music, y'all want to skip every step imaginable. But when you're in the streets, you want to get it out the mud, take the stairs. But you jump in a rap game, you want to skip all the steps, take the elevator, the escalator, and everything else. No, nigga. You're going nowhere fast by doing that. Never sacrifice your integrity to become a celebrity, homie. I'm going to mm. tell you that now, man. Straight up. You, you ain't got to do all of that shit they making it seem like you got to do. And quit man. comparing yourself to niggas that already made it. One of the worst things you can do is is real live street niggas. Trappers don't compete with rappers, bro. Mm. Rappers, rappers compete with other rappers. So when you see rappers on there talking their shit like you niggas broke and woo woo woo, they're talking about other rappers. They're not talking about no street niggas. Cause they're not doing street shit. They're rappers. Niggas on there bragging about the scene trippy red. <laughs> Make a joke. In regards to niggas' first week's number sales. You see, so you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He's going at other rappers talking shit. So when you see right. rappers, you know how niggas take their money and, and do the sleeve, run it across their arms. Yeah, when a rapper does it, that's legit, nigga. That's legal money. When you do it, you see what I'm saying? You're you gonna get jammed yeah. up, nigga. You don't do on, you don't man. do rapper shit. Man, listen, trappers don't compete with rappers, man. <laughs> mm. Don't do that, man. For real. You know, I had mm. to say it because I be seeing so many cats, man, try to do what rappers do. No. It used to be a time. Let me tell you all this. It used to be a time where rappers emulated the streets. Now the streets is emulating rappers. Ooh. That's backwards. Bro. That's backwards. That's, That's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what it is. Not realizing, nigga, this shit come from the slums. Hip-hop, rap music was made in the projects in New York on a basketball court. Niggas stealing electricity. Everybody down there down bad having fun just using music. That's where it come from. Music come from the streets. It don't come from the industry. Mm. So that's the problem. That, that's, that's, that's what didn't happen. You know, the... the the, the music used to emulate the streets. Now the streets emulate the music. Mm-mm-mm. You know, it used to be, you know, look, real talk. You know, like on the cover of Paid in Full, Eric B and Rakim, right? Um, all them big ropes and, and 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 Louis Vuitton jackets and jogging suits and all that fly shit. That's what the drug dealers and street boys used to look like. Right. That's who they was, that's who they was dressing up as. Niggas in the streets wasn't trying to look like rappers. Rappers was trying to look like the niggas in the streets. Because back in the days, rappers wasn't really respected by street niggas. Ah, oh, he's a rapper. Get on up out of here, nigga. On the real, they was. Get, yeah. your rapping, get your rapping ass on, on boy. Yeah. Come on, man. You you think, you think, let's say, okay, Nas. He from a very infamous project, Queensbridge, right? Mm-hmm. One of the greatest lyricists and all of that. That don't mean he was the most realest street gangster nigga there. He was rapping about the shit he was seeing out his window. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. And see, that's what I be saying. Like, you know, people that be rapping, right? I know a lot of motherfuckers that rap, but they they also, they want to be street niggas. And they like, and I don't care, nigga. We'll turn up. We'll blow this bitch down. I'm like, bro, if that's what you want to be, don't be out here rapping. Get down on get down how you live. But bro, don't be rapping and then turn around and ready to kill something, ready to do something. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's not the like they perception is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. I, I you know what I'm saying? Like I used to do music, but then I kind of looked at my music and I say, when I saw when the shit started changing, the transition started changing, I was like, damn, the shit I'm rapping about is real life shit. Like I really fuck niggas up. I really was in jail. Facing 30 years, I really, and I say, man, I'm telling my life for real. I'm from the projects in Chicago. I'm really uh-huh. rapping this shit and I'm living it, but I'm rapping about it. But then niggas that ain't living it, rapping about it. I was like, oh no, I'm like, man, you know, it's time for me to fall back because I'm going to get well, caught up with these goofy niggas. 
And and it's and it's also like is a lot of these cats that be getting these deals, they're they're able they they can be controlled. You ever notice the whole wave of drill music, uh, uh shoot 'em up, bang bang music? Most niggas that talk about that ain't getting no money. Right. So sure. if you take a poo shiesty ass nigga and give him a deal, he gonna do whatever, bro. He ain't talking about getting no money. These niggas talking about killing shit. Man. They're easy to control. You just give these niggas some, you know, it, it's just it's it's easy. I mean, it's like this though, because <clears throat> most niggas now, uh, street niggas. I mean, there's there's a mix of fake boys, you know, in the mix, but a lot of niggas is street niggas that can rap or trying to rap and trying to use that to get out of the streets. But their mentality is still street. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, they'll do this, that, and the other to a op, to a motherfucker, this, that, and the other. But when you're at the table. With these white folks, nigga, you better get it together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and and, and they're gonna do some shit with, that, that might not sit well with you. What you gonna do about it? Mm. You see what I'm saying? You can't ride down on the on the on the uh, uh, CEO of Atlantic of Atlantic Records. Tell him something. Uh, tell him. Yeah, right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's uh, it's the I think the main thing is just not enough people. A lot, a lot of young cats, man, even without rap, they don't have nobody telling them or teaching them that. No guidance, man. None. At all. Okay. At all. And I, I run into niggas in their 30s, damn near 40s, bro, that, like, when we have conversations, you can tell, like, ain't nobody ever talked to them, you know, or, or, or advised them in this manner. So then you can, you can look at their decisions and, and their way of thinking. It's like, you, you can tell. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, I'm big on energy. Mm-hmm. Everybody around me has to be getting to it. Now, we're not counting pockets. But either you're right. going to have to move a bag or you're going to have to be in school or you're going to have to have a job. Man. One something. You're going to have to be getting to it because I don't want you around me because, for one, I don't trust a nigga that, got, that ain't got no hustle. And I don't trust nobody broke being around me. Because I don't need you around me watching me get to it. Because and that means it's a matter of time for you to do the unthinkable. Mm. So, so I'm a big believer in energy. I'm not really a spiritual person or a religious person, but I'm big on energy. Mm. And if everybody around me is getting to it, because like I tell motherfuckers, either you got to either you got to be a boss in the making or a boss to be around me. Period. Mm. Mm. You know, like that a boss, a boss in the making, or a boss. boss in the making. I sorry, I like that concept, man. Yeah. You know, and and like, um, you can tell like it's a lot of kids out here, and, and not even say kids. I say grown people too. You know, um, yeah, they haven't been taught the wrong. I mean, the right way. They was taught the wrong way, and they can't they can't grow out of that shit. You know no, what I'm saying? So, so you know, well, well, we are, hold up. Let me correct you real quick, man, because this is something that I ran across. They don't want to grow out of it, bro. Right. They can, they but they don't want to. Yeah, they they don't they don't want to. I I, I in, in the last couple of years, I really had to deal with this and some some of this realization came from uh past artists that didn't make it for whatever reason, but I noticed some some people are content with just the bare minimum, with just maintaining you know what I'm saying? And the reason the reason why I, I peeped it because I remember I told a motherfucker this. I don't keep receipts. So whatever I do for you is all genuine because I believe in you. Mm. You want to pay me back? Pay me back in success. Mm. Now, when I asked somebody to do that, I found how hard it was for them. Why? Because success requires hard work, mm-hmm. discipline, all of that shit. A lot of people don't have that, bro. They don't yeah. have it. And some people they 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 don't even wanna they don't even wanna try to do it because they know what it requires. It requires like it will ne- it requires every day. It requires a lot of sacrifice, a lot of discipline, a lot of structure. And a lot of people just don't want to take that responsibility amongst themselves to better their lives, man. They just cool. There's people, man, I give them a chain and a hoodie and they're good. And they good. Uh, 
Hell no. No, it, it, it ain't it, man. You know what I'm saying? Um. I'm trying to get motherfuckers to own properties and businesses, you know. Really? Use this music, music shit as a stepping stone. You know what I'm saying? This shit got me traveling all across the country and shit. Everybody done came across all because of music. And I tell people this. If if music is is how we met, if that's the glue, then keep doing music because the moment you stop doing the, the the doing the thing that got you together. That's when the shit starts to fall apart. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. All bullshit happens when you stop doing what you was doing. That's why I tell man. young niggas, money and music, anything else, refuse it, man. And that goes for mm. your motherfucking friends or family. Mm. You feel me? I don't care who it is. We all want to bring certain people with us, but shit, nigga. Everybody going, can't go. I'm going this way, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm going up. If you're not going up, I'll let you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, I hate to look down on you, but I mean, you just decided to stay down there, homie. You know it so is. On it that, is. Yeah. On that note, you know what I'm saying? I got a, I got a couple of questions for you, but um, one of them is um, if you can talk to your 16 year old self at the age you're at right now, what would you tell him? <sighs> Man, that's kind of hard, but then again, it's kind of easy because I, I was a father at 15. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, bro, because life's so unpredictable. And a lot of decisions are based on what life throws at you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, initially, I, I would tell, tell a motherfucking man, stay in school, for one. Ride school all the way out, man. You know what I'm saying? Pursue a career, man. Because credit scores open up doors that the streets can't. You know what I mean? Mm. So, mm. you know, if, if I had to tell anybody, you know what I'm saying? Because that's one thing I learned getting out the penitentiary. My whole team would have had jobs, careers, I mean, back then. Mm-hmm. Because I got out the penitentiary and became a, 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 a union iron worker. Um, I... <laughs> I, that's a whole nother discussion, you know what I'm saying? But, but you know, that's that's what the kids need to hear, man. I was gonna ask you, like, was it a time in your life that you went to the joint and you just was like sitting there, like, damn, reflecting on your life and say, you know what, I'm finna change up, I'm finna change this shit up, man. This shit ain't this ain't this shit ain't for me, man. I'm cool, I'm finna, I'm finna change it up. Cause at first we couldn't see it until we went to the joint. Right, right. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, bro. It's about each each person's individual situation because you know you got some cats that choose the the streets because the bills are due tomorrow. I mean yesterday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, everybody's situation is different, bro. So it, it's so hard to answer that. At the end of the day, everybody knows right from wrong. Either you choose to do wrong or you choose to do right. You know what I'm saying? Like my grandfather used to tell me, man, sometimes you got to do the wrong things for the right reasons. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, um, it's, it's all on that individual, bro. You know, because I can't, I can't tell no nigga that's starving. His, his kid, his, his mother, his sister, and his siblings, they're in there starving and fucked up. I can't tell him, nigga, just, just ride it out home and go to school. It's going to be okay 10, 20 years from now. Hell no. Nah. You see what right. I'm saying? Yeah, I mean that's that's just reality, bro. I, I seen a nigga the other day, a little nigga. He was like what, fourteen years old at the gas station. Too young to get a job. He from the projects, you know what I'm saying? He dead broke, you know. He asked, could he pump? Could he pump my gas? I gave a little nigga fifty dollars, bro. He started crying. Mm. So I'm like, bro, what, what happened? He never had fifty dollar bill. He never seen a fifty dollar bill in his life. You feel know I me? Mean? Mm. So. You know, his situation is different. You know what I mean? Like, I can't tell him to stay in school. Niggas fucked up over there right now. His issues require today's uh, results. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, it's so hard to answer that question with a legitimate answer, bro, because each person's life is different. You know what I mean? Like, my, my, I, used, I had a child at a very young age. 
I use that as a as a reason to start getting money in the streets and taking the streets more serious. When I could have used that same reason to really buckle down and do the right thing in life. But my child needs to be taken care of right now. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because if I, yeah, if I stay in high school, if I stay in school and do the right shit, who's going to be taking care of my daughter? Mm. How the fuck does a 15-year-old, 16-year-old take care of a kid, bro? You see what I'm saying? Because who the fuck is taking care of me? I'm still a kid. You see what I mean? Right. So it's like, you know, not taking nothing away from my mother or my parents, but, you know, she's a single she was a single parent and all types of shit. You know, so I made a decision. So that's I'm saying all of that to get to this, man. Any of y'all, anybody out there, man, whatever decision you make, just make it make sense to you. That's all it got to do is make sense to you. Mm. That's it, man. You know what I mean? Can't nobody judge a motherfucker, man. I'd hey, rather motherfucker do something than nothing. Do anything, motherfucker, except put your goddamn hand out, nigga. And you take mm. that to what you want, nigga. Do anything that you gotta do except beg a motherfucker. Mm. Straight up. Because it's in a man's natural instinct and a man's natural char- uh, uh, character or, or whatever, a char- characteristic. Yeah, characteristic. To be a survivor. A survivor. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Straight up. That's natural. That should come. If, if a man don't have that, that's a genetic flaw in that man. Period, nigga. Mm. Period. Mm. Nigga, you don't got to have a family. You don't got to have kids, nigga. Just yourself should be enough, nigga, to survive out here. That's a man's natural instinct. But these niggas don't have that, bro. <laughs> mm. They don't. Mm. They don't. Amen. You know what I'm saying? But, Amen. you know, like I said, man. Your initial question, if I had to tell myself what to do different, the same energy that I put into the streets, take that energy, bro, and put it into something positive. Because I didn't do that part until I came home from the penitentiary. I took the same aggression and 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 admiration and all of that shit I have for the streets, I put it towards working. Mm. I had the same outcome, a better outcome, <laughs> if anything. You know what I mean? So it's about what you do with your energy. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would tell myself. But like I said, bro, there's a lot of young kids out here that got nobody, that has nothing. Little niggas be out here homeless. Niggas be starving. Niggas be getting abused. There's all types of foul shit going on. You know what I mean? Niggas can't yeah. save the world, bro. It's like to each his own, man. It's like that man mentality got to kick in your, your your instincts, your survival, you know. But then it's fucked up because these little niggas don't got nobody teaching them nothing. I know. And that's why. Niggas, I mean, that's niggas how to fight. <laughs> bro. And that, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> hey, these niggas, I see. Uh, when I see these niggas out here with the bangers and shit, I'm like, I know damn well y'all ain't reading no directions to them goddamn firearms. Y'all niggas can't fight. You, you know, and, and that's why I made the podcast of Family on the Mission because man, man, family, I'm we on a mission to I wanna I wanna tell the kids something that they never heard they don't get in the home. You know, they um they don't know about financial literacy. So they'll be on the block, you know what I'm saying, doing what they're doing for a pair of shoes, knowing that Shit, this right here, you get caught with that dope and that bumper, man. You fuck around get 45 years. You ain't gonna get 10 years no more. Ain't no motherfucker, ain't no 10 years for a murder no more. That shit, you can a whole elbow. You know, you know what's crazy, homie? Is we can come up with a million examples and reasons why they shouldn't. But the cold part is that them little niggas see that. They out there in them streets, they seeing who's getting killed, who's going to the penitentiary. Shit, we all did. Yeah. What do we still do? We still jumped in them streets. Yeah, yeah. We still yeah, jumped into them streets. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, shit. You don't got to have nobody telling you that that shit's wrong to do. You seeing niggas getting killed and go to jail. But what do niggas do? Niggas are going to do the same identical thing, thinking that their results are going to be different. Yeah, because they that's their mindset. They like, well, I ain't going to get caught, nigga. Nigga, I ain't going to, motherfucker, ain't going to get caught lacking. You know, hey, you said something about, um, uh, um, uh, What's that rapping ass nigga name to be? Um, you just said his name, man. 
Pushisty. Yeah. Right. I seen that. Uh, I seen some shit on him, man. They they didn't got into it over some shoes. Yeah. He damn near shot a motherfucker. But then he dropped the bag like forty thousand in the bag. I'm like, bro, you could have just bought the shoes like from the store. So I'm like, see, that's what I'm saying. And now your ass sitting up in the and you had you your rap career was jumping. Now you sitting in yeah. the motherfucking box thinking about that shit. Now, now let me say this. Cause you know we're all on the outside looking in on that matter, and and I've seen the same thing you've seen. I've seen the same yeah. footage. Now, with that being said, now he's a, he's in a position where he has somebody to tell him no, nigga, because that's Gucci Man's artist. So in my eyes, you would think he'd be like, no, nah, nigga, you like one of my main artists, nigga. What the fuck are you even doing in that situation? I'm not even gonna have my artist in a situation like that, nigga. You see what I'm saying? Like. So that's the thing. Sometimes you got to they, they be wanting these little niggas to do whatever. And then when they get locked up, there's a there's like 50 more niggas that take their place. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So these niggas is expendable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and let my artist do some crash dummy shit. Right. For what? Nigga? You think a nigga wasn't aware of his behavior? Man, if a man... If I'm investing that type of money into a nigga and he's making them them type of numbers and he's becoming a he's a star on the rising, he's a celebrity, nigga. I wish he would be in the club with a gun on him. The fuck all these niggas around you for? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I I feel like you know somebody could have stepped up and 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 changed his uh the way he was moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you give when you give these little niggas that ain't never had shit all that money and that, that type of fame and, and power, that's what happens. Yeah, especially when you get you get that bag for the energies that you put out. Nigga, I just got that bag. Nigga, that, y'all paying me for this? Nigga, I'm finna really going brah, I'm finna I'm finna really show up now. You know what I'm saying? Cause this is how I'm getting to the money. But they don't know that eventually. All that motherfucking energy you put out, you gonna have to, you got to bag it up, man. You got to do something. But yeah, man. Right. Um, and, and then you hey, end up by yourself. <laughs> yeah, on the real. Hey, man. I, I have to tell you though, but man, you inspire. You inspire me a lot. You know what I'm saying? You say some shit, some real shit. I be watching your videos. I follow you. And if y'all don't follow him, man, y'all need to follow him, man. Y'all need to follow him, man, because he be talking some shit, and he be putting motherfuckers on game. And uh, like I tell my kids, man, all the time, I'll be like, man, you know, make it make sense, man. They like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, hey, I was in the store this morning and shit, and I'm watching your video, and I, and I had to grab one of these. Hey, my shit right there, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Hey. hey, I say, damn. You can taste the difference, I'm telling you. You can taste hey. the difference. Yep, I say, I say, oh man, this apple juice right here, this shit fire. I'm like, yeah, man, listen, hey, man. Yeah. and it goes great. It goes great with everything. You yeah, hear me? With, with some motherfucking steak yeah. and eggs. Yeah, all of that, man. All of that, man. <laughs> do, do you drink? Do you drink? Um, I, I occasionally, occasionally. I, I sip on some. Look, bro, I don't know if you drink cognac, but try cognac with some apple juice. Cognac and apple juice. Hey, man. Woo wee. Oh, you're gonna love it, I guarantee you. Hey, and then um and the um the um how you say it the bada what you say the bada bombada the bombada yeah. movement. I've been saying yeah. y'all pop that off, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, what is that? Some some weed or a motherfucking something? What's your, what's, what is that? Explain that. Okay, to me. Well, let me explain that to you. It comes from uh uh my partner slash artist um Mike Bombada. Mm. Um, what what had happened was an investor, um, a business partner of mine slash investor had called me and he wanted to start a cannabis company, right? Uh so he he, he wanted he he wanted to use the name and he thought, you know, since he didn't know Mike, he was like asking me what's up with him, like, would he be a good face to, you know, push the brand and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, Yeah, hell yeah. So I ran it past Mike. Um he liked the idea. So fast forward the situation. Mike Bombada is an artist on Shark Living Entertainment. Mm. Bombada Cannabis Company, Bombada LLC Cannabis Company, or Bombada Cannabis Company LLC, 
is a real cannabis company that is based out of Indianapolis. You feel me? We are a part of that. You know what I'm saying? And that's also a part of Jokes Up, which if you're familiar with Jokes Up, yeah, they're the ones who created it once. We're, we're, we're all a part of that. You see what I'm saying? So this ain't no nigga business. Matter of fact, Bombada Company is owned by investors. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? Like, it's a brand. It's a cannabis brand, like, on, on the same lane as, like, uh, Cookies and Runs. You know how you see the yep, merch? Yep. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. one of those. It's, it's a new cannabis company that just started this year, and it's based out of Indianapolis. And uh, it's, it's definitely official. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm saying? I so, know. I, I, it's up there. I've been seeing you with the little yeah. jaws and everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm like, they putting them on the, and cause on the real. Because I'm like, man, you promoting the shit out of this weed. And I'm like, man, y'all yeah. always saying it. But that's one of the homies and shit. So, yeah, okay, okay. I fuck with it, man. Yeah, no, you know real shit, man. Oh, yeah, let me let me tell y'all something, man. See, when you see the jars, man, hold up. Okay, the jars. But see, on top of the jar is a grinder. You know what I'm saying? This is the Ooh. top of the jar right here. You know what I'm saying? And on top, it's a grinder. Oh, so don't throw your jar away. No, you ain't. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care what yeah. you... I don't care after you buy the jar. I don't care what you put in it after it. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter because you're going to still have this jar to hold your shit. And plus, you got a grinder on top. You know what I'm saying? It's nice and convenient. Hey, that's, that's dope. That's dope. And it's patented. These tops don't fit no other jars except these jars. Okay? <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, they, uh... So I'm if a motherfucker wanna, yeah, I'm gonna say if a, if a motherfucker wanna get off into the um that business right there, you know what I'm saying? Is it do you know any kind of way to to tap in with that shit? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be all the way honest. You can you can start off on your own. Uh, I mean, you can start a cannabis company, you know, just like any other company. But due to my uh, experience so far, to get in the way that you want to get in. Bro, it's almost like you got to know somebody. It's really some real members only shit going on, which I, I respect it because it helps them with the quality control of it. You know what I mean? They just don't want anybody in, man. Like, I really had to have sit downs and meetings with people. They don't care what you got. You have to be a good representation of what they got cracking. Because if not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I'm just ecstatic to be a part of it. That shit got me traveling and, and rubbing elbows and shoulders with, with motherfuckers that, you know, what what I say, uh, um, a couple weeks ago, me and Mike was in L.A. This is a brief story, just to give you an example. We was in L.A. chilling, we in a party, and I looked down, it's the game. I look over here, I went, we had another party in the club, it's, uh, what's his name, O.T. Genesis. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, that's we, that's in here with, we in here with these people, like, they're right here in front of us. We in VIPs, getting bottles, start, we doing all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to to be around the situation, because, you know, we ain't really been around that type of shit. You think know what I'm saying? But to yeah. be around it, based off of uh, this new situation, man, it, it's, it's dope, man. I, I love it. I love all of this. All of it. Yeah. Because it's positive. You hear me? Yeah. It's yeah. something positive. Yeah. So, That's what's up. Yeah, and when it comes to, to OT. Writing, yeah, yeah, hey man, big shout out to him, man. He's a fool with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a good real. way. In a good way. As a matter of fact, it's fucked up because the club we was in, that he was in, they started shooting inside that motherfucker. I said, ain't this a bitch? <laughs> and one thing about them clubs out there was crazy is that the paparazzi hangs outside of the clubs because inside it's all, all types of celebrities. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. paparazzi's gonna be hanging out. Now that's some shit I really wasn't liking because they recording everybody coming out there, motherfucker. Even mm. if you look like a star, they're gonna record you just in case you are. Like fuck. Mm. But uh mm. no nah, man, I, I love it, man. Uh all of this shit, man. I love it, man. But I'm gonna tell y'all, this shit requires consistency. Now, before this 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 interview ends, that is the one thing. That I have to 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 push push on, man. Consistency. Hmm. 
Consistency is the main thing. Never stop. Ever. Ever. We going into our 11th year. We ain't never stopped. There's never been a slow year. Never been a where we fell back and uh, we're going to take a break from this music shit. Hell no. Fuck no. No. Consistency. It ain't just with music. It's with anything you do in life. Consistency. Yeah. Y'all gonna fuck if you working hey. out. You ain't gonna see hey, results. I was gonna say that. Hey, I was gonna say that. I'm like, I was gonna say that. That was my next one. Like, you know, um, do you, you can't get whole... stronger if you ain't working out, man. If you ain't working, how you gonna how you gonna get stronger if you don't keep working out? Yeah. Trying to get yeah. trying to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Therefore, I'm gonna keep putting in that work, putting in that work, putting in that work. And I'm going to tell y'all something else, man. Once again, I'm going to go back to that consistency part. Consistency is the key, for sure. But ain't it, ain't it funny? Not funny, but it's fucked up when you got people that support you when you're doing wrong, right? Mm. But the moment, you start, the moment you start something positive, niggas fall back on you. Hey. Now, now, with that being said, y'all got to use this music shit as a red flag, as a real life filter, because this music shit or this whole entertainment shit has showed me shit in people that I would have never seen if it wasn't for music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers support you to death when you got a bag or I got a sack or you put them on their feet or you want to front them something. You know what I'm saying? If it's if it's something under the, uh, along those lines, yeah, they rocking with you. But a That's motherfucker great. can't share your music. Motherfucker won't buy your merch. Won't show up to your shows. Man, talk about it. I'm telling you, man. Those that makes it easy for me to be like, I right, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. You you don't got to show me twice who you are. I caught you the first time, homie. You know what I'm saying? Because you only get one time to waste my time. I'm telling you. And the moment you start treating your time like money, the more money you'll end up having. Trust me. Mm. The more you mm. start treating your time like money, the more money you will be having. Mm. Trust me. Mm, let me. That was some real shit. <laughs> that, man. It took, yeah, it took so... me a second. That's why I can't do no frivolous shit, homie. Everything got to make sense, man. I don't got time to be wasting time. And if you do, I can stay the fuck away from you, man. Man, on the real. Straight hey, up, man. I'm only I only want to deal with people that that's getting to it, man. You know man, what I'm saying? I don't need those slackers and every now and then they may see somebody else. Now they want to, you know what I mean? Niggas see me rapping or dropping a song, and now these niggas who was rapping 20 years ago want to be like, you know what? I'm thinking about getting back in it. I used to, man, I don't want to hear that shit. Nah. <laughs> hey, on the what? real shit, though. <laughs> hey, I on the real shit. On the real shit. Hey. You know, I be all around the country right now. I'm in Florida, you know what I'm saying? But I be, I was in LA and I came back and I, I think I, I ran into you when I, uh, I was in, I was in Minnesota and I was checking your shit out. And I was like, this who, these the people I fuck with. I'm like, I, I fuck with them. I like everything, nigga. I like, I like the, 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 the slogans y'all be, nigga, bite down or get bit, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get to it like you used to it. Make, make it make sense. I'm like, nigga, yeah. I'm with all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I'm all way in Minnesota and shit. I'm like, man, my man's all way. I'm like, man. But then you got an artist in Minnesota. Hey, hey, hold up. You know what's crazy, homie? You just you just surprised me when you said Minnesota. For one, I got to give a humongous shout out to Minnesota. Man, Paul, shout out to Minnesota. St. Paul and Minneapolis, man. Um, They were actually the first city and state outside of Louisville, Kentucky to support us. This is back when when you can only do 15 second clips on Instagram. Mm. They came across our music. I wasn't even rapping then. This is when my partner E, it was just him. I'm on Instagram one day and I'm scrolling and I see a nigga post a picture or a video and in the video he's playing my homeboy song. And I'm like, damn, he's way in Minnesota playing. Next thing you know, I told my nigga, I said, bro, we gotta catch a flight to Minnesota. We called a flight to Minnesota to meet niggas in person. Make a long story short, we clicked like a motherfucker. That's like my second home. 
Shout out, shout out to all my shotgun homies. Shout out to all my Rolling 60 homies. Um, yes, do have an artist. Matter of fact, Bullet Loke. He's from uh Minnesota. He was an artist on the on Shark Living Entertainment until I started Shark Living Midwest, which is owned and operated by Bullet Loke. Now he has his own label in Minnesota called Shark Living Midwest. Man, yeah. I wish I'd have known that back then. Yeah, no, real, real talk. I had another, uh, uh, he's still my homie, uh, Kilo Graham. He went to do some time, but he just came out. He's starting his own label. Um, but when it comes to Minnesota, Mr. Mayhem, that's my homie. You feel me? Um, I can't believe I, hey, man, that's crazy. You said Minnesota. Fuck yeah, Minnesota, yeah. man. That, that, hey, man, Minnesota yeah. is what's yeah. happening, man. For real, I, I like seen you, I seen you, I seen you rocking the Minnesota sweater one time, and I'm like, "What this nigga know about Minnesota?" Man, man. I, listen, bro. I <laughs> fuck, man, I got, hey, man, I've been fucking with Minnesota, man, since we started, bro. Like I said, they was the first people out of town. My nigga, to the point to where nigga, they have my niggas, they have my nigga's song as their ringtones. My nigga, that right there was priceless. I said, "Nah, we got to fly out there," and we flew out there. And the niggas thought we had a show out there. We was like, no, nah, we came out here to fuck with y'all. They said, mm. what? I said, yeah, nigga, we just came out here to fuck with y'all. Nigga, just on some genuine shit. Mm -hmm. Hey, my nigga, we've been locked in ever since, man. Uh, fuck you. Yeah. Now I shot plenty videos there. Um, I usually go there about two, three times a year. Or my homeboys that come here. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Nigga, Minnesota. Man, yes. One love to Minnesota. Yeah, man, that's my, that's, that's my second home, man. They, they are, they are overlooked. They got so much talent. This nigga, Minnesota is cracking. <laughs> For mm -hmm. real. I mean, from yep. all angles, whatever you want, whatever you into, whatever you own, ain't nothing slow about Minnesota, nigga. They got up to date on everything. Believe me. And don't go there yeah. thinking it's some slow shit, nigga. <laughs> At no, all, man. No. At, At George Floyd it. thing, you know, rest in peace to him. But don't let that be the face of Minnesota, homie. That 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 is is way deeper than George Floyd, man. For real. Hey, it, yeah, it go it goes down like that all the time. It just get just that shit on tape, nigga. The only place I've seen where all the cop cars was SUVs, nigga. <laughs> all of them. Mm -hmm. I said, God damn, y'all got no regular police cars? Like, no, nah, nigga. <laughs> Cause that fucking snow <laughs> they be having, nigga. <laughs> on the yeah. real. Yeah, they stay in SUVs. I feel them. Fuck it. But yeah, man, um, I could go on and on about Minnesota. I love Minnesota. Yeah. Real, real motherfuckers, man. Fuck it. Shout out to yeah, Ohio, too. Akron. Ohio. Youngstown, Youngstown, man. Hey, man. Youngstown, I'm going to go ahead hey. and say it, man. It's probably one of the most hated cities in Ohio. Hmm. And, and they got the most, and what's crazy is when I did my research on Youngstown, they're the most mob-affiliated city in uh in Ohio. When I say mm. mob, I'm talking about the real mob, like the, you know, the Italians, you know what I'm saying? The Jimmy Hoffa mm. days, all them, them type of mob, mafia motherfuckers. Like, right. Youngstown is definitely embedded in the history of the mob. Shout out to Young man. Shout out to whole Ohio, man. For real, yeah. for real. They overlook too. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's all I was gonna say, man. You wanna um yeah, we already hitting on the hour. So you wanna yeah. send you wanna send a shout out before we before we end this joint. You wanna send well, a shout out to your motherfucking your crew, your people yes, you fuck with, yes. and yes. let motherfuckers know where your music at. Got you. Make it quick then. Shout out to everybody. A part of Shark Living Entertainment. Shout out to everybody affiliated. I can't name all the names. Y'all already know who y'all are, man. Shout out to every city and state that being rocking with us, man. Um, even shout out to the people that support us on the low. <laughs> it's okay. Um, big shout out to you, RG. You feel me? For, for, yes. for creating a, a platform for artists to be seen and heard, you know what I'm saying, in a positive mm -hmm. manner. Um, definitely salute that. I, I like the whole look. I like the feel. I like all of this. So I'm gonna tell you now. Anytime you need us, me, any one of the artists, just tap in. You good? 
You feel me? For sure. Um, and as far as the music, just type in the name, the homie Jai, T-H-A-H-O-M-I-E-J-A-I. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, or you go to the Shark Living ENT page on Instagram. That's S-H-A-R-K-L-I-V-I-N-E-N-T. That's on Insta. You go to there, you get all the artists. You feel me? Mm. So mm. there you go. Oh, and you got a female artist too. Oh man. Got got a couple. Uh Miss Scritch. Um, she's a fool with it. Uh check her out. Um, she used to go by the name of Scritch Baby, but she she changed it up to Miss Scritch. Miss um, yeah. And and then I got a young artist, she's 19 year old, SLE Brina. I seen that hey, studio going off in the studio. Hey, I say, oh, you caught that, it young, boy. Hey, that girl's a fool, man. That girl's a fool. I mean, you know, you gotta keep you gotta keep it young, man, because at the end of the world, you know, this is a business. This is a young motherfucker's business. You dig what I'm saying? So, you know, um, you gotta keep young talent. You know what I'm saying? That's what keeps shit going. You know what I'm saying? You know, so yeah, salute to Brina, man. She's definitely up and coming. Um, oh, go to Dirty Glove Bastard. Check her out. She's on there. Uh, Mike Bombada's on there. Oh man, big salute to my homie West West uh, West End Goldie. Um, definitely check him out. He's one of the dopest motherfuckers in this region. Um, I mean, I can go on and on, man. Just tap in with everybody, man. If you tap into me, you are gonna come across everybody for sure. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Man, that's all you want to say before we end this joint. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, uh oh. Definitely shout out to my neighborhood, Newburgh. Shout out to the whole city of Louisville, Kentucky, and everybody that's making it, everybody that's made it. Um, and shit, that's what it is, man. You know, uh, iron sharpens iron, man. You know, so that's what it is. Man, well, shit, I appreciate you coming on, taking time out, man. I know you're busy getting to it like you used to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I already know. So, man, you know, like, man. Man, I appreciate you, man. You don't even know, man. I man. appreciate you, too. You know oh, and before I actually hang up, let me say this. You know I got to say it. Try to stay positive. Whatever mm. you do, make it make sense. And most importantly, keep sharking on a sucker motherfucker because you know they hate Nobody that. hate that. Really, though. No. no. <laughs> All right, homie. Straight I catch up. up with you. I love, bro. Love. Love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's up? This your boy, Monty G, man. We just had an exclusive podcast, you know what I'm saying? So, man, if y'all want to tap in, inbox me, let me know, and we'll set it up. This your boy, Monty G, on the Fan Mission Podcast, and we out. G-Staff. <laughs>